Buker Tov. <clears throat> Today's daf is daf pei in Yuma. Daf pei. We'll start from the uh, bottom of daf. Uh, Ayin Tesman Beis, Tanya, the last three words. If you saw yesterday's daf, we actually had gotten down already in daf pei, but we'll start again from the top. Tanya Rabbi Omer. Rabbi says as follows. Kolashiur and Kulam because is all, when it comes to the measurements, the measures that are necessary uh, to be chayiv on, uh, to be yotze or to be chayiv, depending on the situation, when it comes to eating, when it comes to food, is always a kezayis. The measures of food in the Torah are always a kezayis. That's Allah HaMosh Mishinai Chutz Mitumas Ochlan, except for food which is metame. In other words, food which can be metame, let's say other foods, food can't be metame a person in the Torah, but it can be metame uh, unless there's one particular situation, as we'll see later on in today's daf. But uh, normally, food is not metame a person, but it could be metame other things like other foods. So, food which is metame, the sheer that it's necessary for uh, the amount to be metame something else is not a kazayas, but rather it's a kabetza. So, we'll see the size of an egg, which is like two, two olives. So, Koloshim, all the measures are, oh, in the, when it comes to food in the Torah, is always kazayas, except for tumas ochlin, except for something metame, not eating it, but metame other food. Uh, and that would be a shear of a, a, a kabetza, right? Why? Shashina kosev mashmo. Since the Torah, since the Torah differentiated and used a different lotion, a different language, and it comes to tuma, but food that's metame, food in order to be metame, and as food, as we've learned elsewhere, food in order to be makabal tuma, to become tame, could be even any amount, but to be metame something else, to transmit the tuma, takes a shear of a kazayas. So it takes a shirvikabetsa rather. Why is that? Because the Torah changed its lashem. Why? And since the Torah used a different lashem when it comes to Tumas Ochlin, that food that's metame, so the Torah, so the Chum also said, that's a sign. Since the Torah used a different lashem, that's a sign that the shear is different. And the shear is not a kazayas, but when it comes, is shear, the shear is a, uh, a kabetsa. Varayla Dabriyam Kippur, the proof that when the Torah changed its lashem, the Chachamim also saw fit. To change the measure is from Yom Kippur, because on Yom Kippur we saw that what's the shear for eating? We learned back in the Mishnah on Ayin Gimel and the Bays, or is it Ayin Bays and the Bays, that um, that how much is the how much you have to eat on Yom Kippur to be chayiv? So the shear is a, 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 like a large date, a kakoseves hagasa, right? That was this back on the seventh Ayin Gimel and the Bays. I think it is. Let's just see. Yeah, Ayin Gimel and the Bays. The Mishnah, the first Mishnah of the Parak, the Mishnah said there. That a if you eat the size of a large date of food, uh, then you're chayiv. Or if you drink a, f- a mouthful of liquid, you're chayiv. And we'll see later on about uh, the ochlim being mitzdarif and um, and mashkim uh, being mitzdarif to one another, but not to each other. Okay. In any case, we see over here the proof is from Yom Kippur. mashmo. How did the pasuk change its lashon when it comes to Yom Kippur? Because Yom Kippur doesn't say if you eat, you're chayiv. It says if you don't afflict yourself. If you right, if you don't afflict yourself, so therefore, just like it didn't use lashon of eating, but it used lashon of affliction. So since it says if you don't afflict yourself, instead of using lashon of, of eating, that shows that it's a different shear. So the chachamim said, therefore, therefore um, that uh, that since the lashon is different, we're going to change the shear also, and we're going to use a shear of a date instead of a shear of an olive. Okay, uh, so that's how the chamar my shini chacham b'shiura. Kakoseves, uh, right? But that's how they change it. So they change the Torah, change the lashon, saying Losuna, Maishin Chachamim. Be sure they use the Koseves instead of a Kazai. So on Yom Kippur, if you eat a Kazai, you're not Chayav Koris. 
um, or a carbon if you eat bishogeg, but rather uh, you're only chayiv if you ate a larger amount the size of a date. My rayeladovayim kipper. Why? So Rashi explains this means that why do you have to bring a proof from Yom Kippur? Why is Yom Kippur any different than bringing it from Tumah itself? As we'll see, how do you know that Tumah, by Tumah, the shear is a kabetza to be metami something else? Because it'll use the lashon of kala ochal, mina ochal, a double lashon like mina ochal asher yeochel. So use the different lashon there. So, okay. And Yom Kippur also uses a different lashon. Why do you learn from Yom Kippur? Why can't you just say, based on the fact that the Lushan is different. How Yom Kippur is a different Lushan, so does Tumah. Why do you say the basis is, how do we know what the proof is Yom Kippur? Why is Yom Kippur any more of a proof than Tumah itself? Demi-Hosan, if you learn from, from, from Tumah, that's the, that's the way the Pasuk spoke. From, uh, just like by drinking, it's any drink that you drink or any food that you eat, so you might say that's just the way normally that it speaks. That's not a real sheen. It's not a differentiation in the lashon. That's what I might think. Who, uh, who. So therefore, you use the lashon of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur clearly it doesn't say eating. It says affliction. So we know since, so you see by Yom Kippur, since the lashon was, and the Torah was different, the rabbis changed the measure also. And therefore we applied that to Tumah also. Tumah and Kibetzim and all. How do we know? How do we know? Where do you see the different, uh, that, the, that the lashon of uh, Tumas Beitza that of, of Tumas Ochlin is different. How do we know? And therefore, we Chum said it's a Kabeitza, not a Kazayas. Amravom Elazig Marsas Damakrov Mikolocha Sheriochel. Any food that will be eaten. Why that double lush and that extraneous word? Ochel Asher Yeochel. Ochel Abamachmas Ochel. It's telling you Ochel that comes through another food, meaning it's born from another food. The the mother, the hen, is a food, and the baby, the egg, is a food. Basis. That's a basis. Tanikolos. It's an egg of a hen. That's ochel that came from another ochel. So avemigadi. So maybe it's a, a kid, uh, a baby goat that came from a goat. So maybe it's that's maybe that's the shear. Maybe ochel shiach. Maybe not metame food is not metame uh, other foods or liquids unless it's uh, unless it's a very large shear, the shear of a small of a small goat. The answer is mechoshashchit. It's not called food. The mother's not food, and the baby's not food until it's geshachten. So it's not ocha, whereas whereas the uh, the beitza is considered food immediately. Ve'ema ben pekua. Maybe it means ben pekua. Ben pekua is a uh, a baby, a, a, a calf born uh, that, that wasn't born. You shechted the mother, and you found the baby inside. That doesn't require shechita. So it doesn't require shechita. It should be food right away. So maybe it means that. So it says tall and kri. It still needs to be ripped up. It needs to be cut up. And toward it, you can't eat the, the dam, etc. It's got to be cut open. Koro, uh, matzis, you have to move a dam. So therefore, it's also not fit to be food. An egg is food as soon as it's had, as soon as it's born. Uh, it, 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 as soon as the egg comes out of the, the mother, it's considered food. Okay, so how do you know that it's only the size of, a, of the egg, the, the uh, child of a, that came out of a, of a chicken and a hen? Maybe it's the egg of a large bird, like an ostrich or some large bird <coughs> with very large eggs. So maybe it's a bigger shear. The answer is tafastum rubelo tafastum. We have a general rule that <coughs> you don't take the bigger shear, you take the smaller shear. Why? Because you don't know. <coughs> Why should you assume it's the larger shear, lakula, and say it's not tummy otherwise? Maybe it's a smaller shear. So if it's a smaller shear, maybe it's the egg of a very tiny bird. <coughs> you know, maybe it's, a, it's an egg of a, of a small bird, right? How do you know it's the egg of a big bird? Maybe it's the egg of a very small bird, not the egg of a chicken. Chicken is a sizable egg. 
You could have a bag of a tiny bird, and then it's even a smaller shear, so maybe you should go to the Chumrah there. So therefore, this that Ravu said in the name of his Rebbe, Rebbe Lazar, that how do we know that the shear of Tumas, Tumas Ochlin is the shear of a, of a, a Beitzas uh, Tarnagolas? How do you know that? Because it says, food that came out from another food. Maybe it's a smaller bird. That's also food that came out from another food. The answer is Rabavu, Dide, so therefore Rabavu gives a different explanation, also based on that Pasuk, Amar, In other words, food that could be eaten at one shot. What could be swallowed down your throat at one shot? The Chamim uh, established that. They figured that out. They established The, the a, a normal person's throat can only hold the size of a of a chicken uh, egg, uh, and therefore, that's what we mean by ochel asher ochel. What is what is metame when it talks about tumas ochel? And the pasuk says ochel asher yeochel, right? Food that can be swallowed at one time, and that maximum shear for that is the basis tanegolus, and therefore, that's the shear that we use. We don't use a smaller shear because that doesn't fill up the throat. We need something, that, the maximum food that could be eaten in one shot is Beitzis Tanagolus, and therefore that's the shear for uh, Tumas Ochlin. Um, the Tumma of food that Tumatame is something else. Omar of Lazar, If you eat Chayla, a person by mistake ate Chayla. Chayla is a chi of Karis. And if you eat a Beshog, you have a Chatos, right? Eat certain fat parts of the animal, of an animal, uh, of, of a uh, behema. Not a chayah, but a, fe- a behemoth, you're chayah. Now, let's say today you ate something. By mistake, you didn't realize it was chayah, and then you realize it was chayah, but you can't bring a carbon today. There's no base of migdash. So you should write down how many grams you ate or how many olive words you ate. Write down the size of how much you ate. Why? So you should write it down. Shem yovah bezin achar, because maybe lost love or bezin will be reestablished again. The yavah b'shum, and they'll change the measure. And, they, and, and therefore, if you just write down, I'm chayi v'chatos, oh, I realize now I made a mistake, I'm chayi v'chatos, maybe the only chayi v'chatos based on the shear of being a kazayas, an average kazayas, but maybe in the future, they'll make the shear <coughs> different. And maybe then you won't be chayev. So therefore, you should write down the shear. So says, my yavah, what do you mean make a bigger shear? What does that mean? You'll be, it doesn't mean that you'll be chayev even on a smaller amount. But time we learn, Hashem loves the son of Bishkog. The pasuk says, "When you chayev for making a mistake and eating, doing something like <coughs> something you chayev a, a chayev karis for, it's only if you did it Bishogeg. Meaning, <coughs> it says, Asher, you did it Bishkog. You did it inadvertently, vashem, and you chayev. That means to say, Hashem me also maybe carbon. If you would stop doing it from finding out, you made you found out what you did, you wouldn't do it. Then you bring carbon. Asher goes lo But let's say. You wouldn't, you wouldn't return from doing it. You wouldn't repent from doing it because you didn't think you did something wrong anyway. <clears throat> so you don't bring a carbon. You only bring a carbon if you realized you made a mistake and had you known, you wouldn't have done it. But here, had you known, you would have done it anyway. Why? Because we're saying there, Machai a carbon, a small shear. If you're high of smart, even on a smaller shear, but you, you didn't, at the time you did it, you thought the shear is a kazayas. So had you known that, uh, uh, that the chiv is... On a kazayas, okay, then you figured you're chayev. 
But if the, the rabbi said, no, you're chayiv, even a small shear, a small shear, you thought you weren't chayiv. So you wouldn't have repented based on that. Rashi used the lush and says you wouldn't have eaten it, but that get, gets involved with is chatsi shear also manator or not. In other words, you're only chayiv if you ate a kazayas, but you're, it's also to eat even a smaller amount, so you shouldn't have eaten a smaller amount either. The Gemara is not dealing with, with that, with the issue of is chatsi shear also manator or not. The Gemara seems to be saying that had you known uh, you know, at the time, you thought a kezayis was the isser. So had you been eating less than a kezayis, you wouldn't have thought you'd be chayv or that you shouldn't be eating it at all. So therefore, what do you mean over here? Write down the sheer bismana zeh, how much you ate, how many grams, how many ounces, etc. So that in case the, sh- the rabbis changed the... Let's say, you, you know, you ate a kezayis, but you shouldn't write down kezayis or you shouldn't write down that you ate because it could very well be that the shear that the rabbis will establish later on will be different than it is today. The Bezin later on will say it's different. And so the Gemara says, well, what if it's different? If, it, if they make the shear smaller, meaning more lechumrah, more stringent, you're even a smaller amount, but you shouldn't be chayiv for that because the time you ate it, you thought that the smaller amount wasn't really something that's chayiv in a carbon. So how is that going to change things? Hell, it doesn't mean that. Ella delo mechayiv carbon adik kezayis gadol. Maybe they're going to change it and say, you're only chayiv if you had a larger amount. You thought you're chayiv even for a regular kezayis. Let's say they're going to come on later on and say, today the kezayisim are bigger and say, you're only chayiv if you ate a bigger kezayis. So therefore, you're not chayiv a carbon. Had you written down your chayiv a carbon, you might be bringing chul lazara because the bezin, the later bezin will say, you're not chayiv a carbon on that amount. You're only chayiv carbon on a bigger amount. and You didn't eat that amount. So the Gemara says, well, what you thought originally, that maybe the Bezim will make it even, Yechayev, even a smaller shear, Yechayev, a Kezayah's cotton on a smaller one, my Yarba Bishur, what does that mean? Shema Yavo Beznach Viyarba Bishur, and they'll make it bigger. Not they'll make it bigger, they'll say the shear is smaller and Yechayev even on a lesser amount. It means, and, and now we're saying, you know, that, that doesn't work. It only works if they're high, they, if they change it, Lakula, and say you're only high on a bigger amount, and therefore you don't have to bring your carbon. So if you bring it, you're high, you're bringing Chul Mazar, you shouldn't bring it. The answer is, what do you mean by, what do you mean by uh, the Machaiva carbon? Uh, um, what, what does that mean, Yarba Vishurin? How did you think that Shemi Yarba Vishurin can mean a smaller shear? So Shemi Yarba Carbonus Machmashur. Maybe you'll bring more Carbonus based on those Machmashur. In other words, because they're going to say, they're going to say you're chayiv even on a uh, smaller shear. That means that you chayiv more carbonos because of the shear. It's if, if you're only chayiv on a kazayas, and they're going to come along and say later on that you're chayiv even on a half a kazayas, so that means there are going to be more carbonos. That might be what they say, but then that's a problem because you shouldn't have to be chayiv a carbon since at the time that you did it, you weren't really over on an issue. You can't come, it's like a rule of, what's it, ex post facto? You can't make a rule after the, after the fact, change the law and be chayiv you on something that you were putter from before. That's, just, that's what the Gemara is saying over here. That's the same idea. You can't be chayiv for something that at the time you did it wasn't chayiv, they can't be chayiv afterwards. But rather, it's saying that maybe they're going to be more lenient and say that the amount you ate is not chayiv in a carbon at the, t- at the time of the new Bezden. So therefore, you shouldn't bring in a carbon because it's chun bazar. Amar Measures and punishments is all lachum So it's more onshin mechtav ksivi. Punishments are written in the Torah. Your chayiv kores, your chayiv matlok. Kores is is midaray is minashemayim. But let's say malchus or mises bezdin or what to pay. All those punishments are written, and even kores, even things that be deshemayim are also written down. So what do you mean it's lachum hashem? Saying elachikamar shiur and shalom shalom hashem. The she the measure that you have to fulfill 
in order to be high of a punishment, that's a lachamish misina. In other words, a kazayas, how much is your yachayev, a kazayas, or a kabetza, or a kosevas on Yom Kippur, whatever the shear is, that's a lachamish misina. The shear that's mechayev you, the punishment, that's, that the punishment is explicitly said in the Torah, that measure is a lachamish misina. Tana miyachi shir, shalom shir, lachamish misina. Acher momim, some say bezin shal yav, it's the bezin of uh, Asniel ben Kenaz, who reestablished the halachas after Moshe's time, that's he's called uh, the Bezin of Kenaz. Tikkun, they established him. Right? Nobody can make new rules. Elam Mitzvah, these are the rules in the Torah. How can you say that a later Navi like Asniel ben Kenaz came and established punishments? How can you say that? He said earlier that the shiurim or the measures that high of the punishments in the Torah was established by the Bezin of Yavitz. By How can you say that you couldn't make new laws later on? Only what was written in Torah was Allah Sinai at that time. <coughs> but rather, Moshe Rabbeinu and Allah Sinai had established all those rules and, this, and the amounts of the measures. But they were forgotten about, and Asnil Mekinaz reestablished them uh, based on, uh, on his uh, tradition that he had. He reestablished them later on. Okay, so therefore we see that this idea, interesting idea, that the of a later Besnan may indeed change the rules, might change the measures and uh, in the future, making them smaller or larger. If they were smaller, they wouldn't be mechaib you if you did it prior. But if they were larger, they would pop to you from making a carbon uh, henceforth. Hashem Olivin. Sumitra says if you drank a mouthful, you're chai, a mouthful, that's that's high for drinking on Yom Kippur. Mishnah had said Ochel and Shosa, Ochel and Shti are considered one thing, but they are separate in the sense they're not mitzdarif, right? Ochel, you ate a kosevis. That's the amount of shir that you have if you ate a large date, a kosevis agaso. And drinking is malugav. How much is malugav? A mouthful. Amashmul. It doesn't mean literally a mouthful. El ilo yisakenu. If you had moved it to one side, say sakenu, if you moved to one side of your mouth, it would look like it's a full mouthful. If you move to one side, the year the it look like a mouthful. That's good enough. Ivan Antonam, we learn said literally a mouthful. It's like a mouthful. It doesn't mean a full mouthful, both sides of your mouth. If it's, if it's full on one side, it's like it's like a mouthful. We have a Brisa which says different opinions here. Kami Yishta, how much you drink on Yom Kippur? says a mouthful. Rabbi Yudah says, 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 like a mouth, approximately. Rabbi Yudah doesn't say, Rabbi Yudah says, enough to swallow at one time. So what do you see over here? Basil says, Molay Lugmav. And that's apparently what our mission is saying. Molay Lugmav means literally. So the Gemara says, no, Miyadifa, Mimastis, since the Bryce any stronger than the Mishnah, do Kimna Kadeshi, or that we said in our Mishnah, doesn't mean literally a mouthful. It means enough to be seen as a mouthful, as long as it's on one side, it's full. That looks like a mouthful. So Hanami Kadeshi is here also. We'll say in the, in the Brysa, when Basul says Malaluga, it means Kadeshi, it looks like a mouthful. Yachi Han Rabelazar, that's the same as Rebut in the name of Rabelazar. He says, Kamali Lugmav. He can be nigh, not mean between Basil and Rabelazar, he can be nigh, Malalukmav Dachuk, if it's an exact amount. Rashi, in the first of the wide lines, and Rashi says that the Shir of Onshin, um, no, no, that, that's a previous Rashi, rather. I've said before, is, is uh, Rashi, not in there, Rashi in the second of the wide lines, and Rashi says, according to Basil, you need enough to move it to one side. A generous amount. The Yerukamalulukma Bereva looks like a larger amount. Even a 
an exact amount of is 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 high of you according to uh, according to the basil it's got to look like a little bit if it's moved on one side it looks like a generous amount so you have a, a large according to basil apparently it's a larger amount that you'd have to drink in order to be high okay so again, we say a mouthful is what's mechayvi. It doesn't mean a full mouthful. If you move it on one side, it looks like a mouthful. That's in the Masker of Oshia. According to this, it comes out that this is one of the uh, leniencies of Beishamay in Chumr Beisil because Beishamay says all you need is a revias to be you. And uh, I mean, you need, a, rather, you need not only revias, but you need revias. And Beisil says only like a half a mouthful. So if that's the case, right, mouthful, so that means that Beishamah is more mekel because a revius is larger than a half a mouthful. So if that's the case, it's one of the cools of Beishamah and Chumisol should be listed in Mesech Desegis where it lists most of the time Beishamah is more machmer. In Mesech Desegis, it lists a few times that Beishamah is more mekel. According to this, Beishamah is also mekel because Beishol says you're chayib even on a half a mouthful. And Beishamah says you're not chayib unless you had a revius. Amalei, so he answered him, so he answered Ravoshi and he said, no. He said that what? That key ishil bogmel chambashan ishil. When the question was raised, when the discussion came up, it was discussed about ogmel chambashan. What do you mean ogmel chambashan? Ogmel chambashan was a giant. So he doesn't mean ogmel chambashan himself. It means that yeah, we're talking about a large person. Now, a large person, his mouthful or half mouthful was much larger than a revius. So, that, in other words, it depends on the person. So, if you're dealing with a large person, so um, a half a mouthful is larger than a revius, and therefore it comes out that Beis Shammai, again, is machmir, you're even revius, whereas Beis Shol says, no, you're only chayv on a half a mouthful, and on many people that could be a kula. So Beis Shammai is more machmir, the revius is more machmir, and Beis Shol is kula. Maskal Rosera, Maishnachil de Cholchad Vachabekosebis, and Maishnachil de Cholchad Vachabedidei. Here's a good question. When it comes to eating, you said, okay, the shear is Kokosebis Hagasa, like the shear of a large date. Why? Because the Pasuk says, Asher lo if you don't afflict yourself, uses a different Lashem, and therefore, the Iran gave a shear that it's a different shear, it's not a Kazayas, the normal amount that you're high for eating foods on uh, any food that's also to eat, you're normally high of a Kazayas, and it's also the shear for being kind of a mitzvah, like, uh, like matzah or something that you have to eat. Um, and uh, over here on Yom Kippur, it's a kosevis. But that's for, for eating, it's all the same, whether you're a large person or a small person. And when it comes to drinking, it all depends on the individual. It's his, his mouthful or half mouthful. Amalei Abaye, Kimula Rabbanan, Rabbanan established, they knew, that a person, is, uh, his mind is at ease if he eats a, uh, the size of food of a, of, a lar- of a large date. Whatever size person he is, that puts his mind at ease. When it comes to less than that, no matter what size the person is, less than a koseves, less than a date, he will not, his mind will not be at ease. When it comes to drinking, when it comes to drinking, the half mouthful only satisfies or, not, or, or puts his mind at ease if it's his own half mouthful. Somebody else's half mouthful wouldn't do it. So when it comes to eating, that's what Rabbanan said. Food is food. And therefore, Kosevis puts your mind at ease no matter what size you are. When it comes to drinking, this drinking is different. You have to drink according to your size. That's what Rabbanan said. Does that make sense? Everybody, in order to eat, to, to, to put their mind at ease, 
the shears of Kazevis. And even a giant like Ogmel Chaboshan, the same amount, does that make sense? Armelia Bai, Kinler Rabbanan, the Bahachi Mesvedaite. The Rabbanan established that a Kazevis is the amount that puts some person's mind at ease. Botsmeachilo, less than a Kazevis, does not put your mind at ease. Lomas Vedaite. Miu, Kuliyam, Matuva. But everybody else, it very much puts your eyes, it puts your mind at ease. Whereas Ogmel Chaboshan, Purta, it puts his mind at ease, but not as much as, as a, for a smaller person. Would you say the same thing? If you're eating fat meat, the shears of Kosevis, and Lulavik Fanim, and wine branches also, because Kosevis, in other words, wouldn't it depend on the food? A fatty food, the horror would, would put your mind at ease with more filling and put your mind at ease more than a dry food. The Rabbanan said, listen, the shear of Kosevis is what puts your mind at ease. Less than that, not new. But fat meat puts your mind at ease in a great, to a greater degree, like fat and to a lesser degree. In other words, we don't mess around with the, with the shirim of the chachamim. Masl Rava, we have that, you know, all the shirim of the but the Rabbanan sometimes had to establish it in terms of our understanding. So, for example, like when it comes to a person, a, a mikvah, right? The shear size of a mikvah is 40 saw. How do you get 40 saw? Because that's the shear the Chum said that a person fits into in his whole body. So you don't mess with it. Even if it's a drop less than 40 saw, that's it. Maskler of Rava, another kasha, kazayas, bechdechilis pras. When you eat a kazayas, it has to be kedechilis pras, both for, again, being a kind of mitzvah and for being over on a mitzvah. If you eat a kazayas, let's say, you know, you eat a crumb today and a crumb five hours later and a crumb five hours later, that doesn't add up. It's got to be kedechilis pras, the amount the amount of time you could eat a half a loaf, whatever that shear is, four minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes, different shear of the Chacham said, I mean, the, the current rabbis, the post can say how much that is, but whatever the shear is, pras. and the Kosev is also pras. In other words, what's the amount? You said a different shear for being Chayiv, on Yom Kippur's Kosev instead of Kosayis, but the time that you that takes you to eat it is apparently the same thing. Does that make sense? The Kosev is bigger than the Kosayis, so shouldn't be allowed more time in order to be, uh, in order to still be chayev, you're saying the kosevis has to be eaten within chayev's If you ate it in the time large in chayev's even though it's a large amount of food, you'd be putter. Does that make sense? Amalia Bai, again, Kim Lerabana, the Rabbana established, the Balchimus Vedaita. This is a person, is, his mind is put at ease if he eats it in this time. If he eats that in this year of kosevis in more than uh, the time that it t- takes to eat a, a, a half a loaf of bread, his mind is not put at ease. That's what the Rabbanan said. Maslow Rabba, Argumar has a word Kosevis, and the side he has that it's Kazayas, but he's saying Kazayas Kerechavas and Chatsi Pras also Kerechavas. There's another shear that if you eat a half a loaf, a half of a half a loaf of bread, a pras is a half a loaf of bread, Chatsi Pras is a quarter. If you ate a quarter of food, a quarter of a, of a loaf of bread, let's say, which was Tomei, that's matami that you can't eat truma. If you ate that, you can't eat truma. So does that make sense also? That a koseves is k'techilis pras, and a chatzit pras, and a quarter of a loaf, which is much larger, is also k'techilis pras. Does that make sense? You're talking about shiurim, and the amount of time necessary or required to be of you is the same in both. No, the case of where chatzit pras, we ate a chatzit pras, a quarter of a loaf of bread, that's matami you, that you can't eat truma, that's only Trumadrabanan. So therefore they're more makel and they say that unless you ate the whole quarter of a loaf within the small shear of Kedechias Pras, you're not Tomei. They could be makel because the whole Isr is only an Isr Drabanan. Now, um, and, and Rashi says, um, Rashi's, okay, the, so Rashi explain, explains this 
that that right that it's only Chomidrabana. Let's see the next line. So Gemara, back in the Gemara, the Gemara says it's only Chomidrabana. So therefore, you, they they could be makel over there and say that even though they said they said that your tummy, your body is tummy, if you ate a quarter of a loaf of bread in the sheer of time that it takes to eat a half a loaf of bread, even though that seems like they're very makel because they're they're saying you have to eat that whole amount in a smaller amount of time. If you eat in a large amount of time, which which the horror would be uh, more um, more proper. In other words, if, you, if you're chayiv, if you eat a kosevis or a kazayis, a kosevis and a kippur, a kazayis all year round, so eating a, a quarter of a loaf of bread should allow you more time. And they said, no, you're only chayiv, you're only tummy if you ate it in the, sm- in the same amount of time. Why? Because that's the drabun, and the whole list is drabun, and therefore the tum is only drabun, and therefore they're mekel. So the more mimur did Rapapa really say that it's only a tumma drabunan if you ate um <coughs> if you ate tumma if you ate something which is tummy, you're only tummy rabbanan of Alksivitzlosi Tamubahem, you shouldn't become tummy with them, then it may sumbum and you will be tummy. Vam Rapap Mikanch Tumaskvida Raisa, that the tumma of your body, if you ate tumma, uh then it may means that you will be your body will become tummy. Not only is there is it uh usur, but you shouldn't eat these things that are usur, but also if you eat them, you become tummy. The answer is no, it's only Drabbanan across Macht Biyam. It's based on a Pasuk. Rashi here says, Rashi, a few lines before the lines get narrow, get wide, in the last of the narrow lines, Rashi says, to crawl out the Tumah Asa. The Kermit's not really telling you your tummy. She'ein l'chia, this is an important call. She'ein l'chia dover metami adam ha'yideyachil le'elenaveilis oftar. How does a person become tummy? A person can become tummy if he's a mitzora, if he's gonorrheic, if he's a zav, or a woman's zav, or a woman's anida, tummah that came out of your body. Person could also metame through touching or coming in contact with a dead person or a dead animal, but not eating something. Eating something which is tame is not metame, except for one exception. The special Allah has learned out of Torah that in the Veil of Torah, a bird, a kosher bird that died without shechita, if that's in your throat, when it's put in your throat, that's metame, that's metame you. That's the only exception of food eating. So if I eat a behemoth, an animal that was uh, not slaughtered, and it's tame, if I touch it, I'm tame. If I eat it, let's say somebody stuck it in my throat and I didn't touch it, I'm not tame. And that's not tame a person. It's only, it's only tumid rabbanan. So tumid rabbanan is different. So therefore, even though these shirim don't necessarily make logical sense, that's the rabbanan's, uh, the rabbanan established that that's, these are the, the shirim that a person has, puts his mind at ease, kosevis, uh, Kosevis is different. We use different kazais based on the Pasuk, but the rabbis established Kosevis puts a person's mind at ease, and a half a lugma, a lugma um, half a mouthful um, of, a, of a, a person, depending on his size, also puts his mind at ease. So the Mishnah said that all foods are mitzvah. Kolochun, Amra Papa, let's say you ate raw meat and salt. Salt normally is not considered a food, but let's say it, 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 uh, the salt. The, the amount of food that you ate was not a kosevis, but the salt, if you, if you added the salt in, that made a kosevis, that is mitzvah. Even though that's not considered eating salt, eating salt alone is not food, but keeping the achli in, since people eat the meat together with its salt, mitzvah, and they add up. Omer shlokosh, sir shlokavayarek, also fits the brine, the liquid on vegetables, also mitzvah for kosevis, right? Even though on Yom Kippur. So, you know, isn't that obvious? The vegetable, the, the, the brine of the vegetable is like the vegetable. Now the same in mashku, I may think it's a drink, and we learn in the Mishnah that all drinks are mitzvah to, to the shear of malay lugmav, and all foods are mitzvah to the shear of 
of a kosevis. We said even salt is considered, uh, since it's eaten with meat, it's considered like meat. But the point is that I might think that the brine of the vegetables is liquid, and liquid is not mitzvah to the salt. Kamash malon, the kolach shui ochla, anything that's necessary to season the food is ochla. So therefore, the brine on the uh, vegetables, which is necessary to give it a taste, to sweeten it, also is considered a food. Achilagasa means eating when you're already full. It doesn't serve any purpose. It's, as we'll see, it's only a mazik. It just damages you. It damages the food because you're just basically destroying food and you're hurting yourself. So it's like to say, Ochel Achilagasa in Kippur in your potter, my time, Asher lo utuunaksid. The Pasik says, if you don't afflict yourself, meaning if you eat and you don't afflict yourself, so food which diminishes your affliction, problemazik. Over here, it's not, you, you, let's say you ate right before Yom Kippur, you had a big meal, you had a Sudam of Sekis. Now, right after Yom Kippur started, you ate more. It didn't do anything to you. It didn't satisfy you. It didn't prevent you from being afflicted. You were already full. So what did the food do? If you were hungry and, and you ate food, so it prevented you, it, it, it relieved your, uh, your affliction. But over here, it didn't do that because you were already full. So therefore, you're not chayev for that. Of course, it's aser, patr of aser, Let's say a czar, a non-Kohen, is not allowed to eat truma on punishment of death. Let's say he ate truma, achilagasa, he was already full. He's not considered a food. Also, Mishalmas can, he has to pay for damaging the truma, whatever the value was, he has to pay the coin. He doesn't have to pay the additional 25% that the Torah uh, punished a person for eating truma bishogate. If he had sure guessed he had 25%, he doesn't have to pay the 25%, just the Karen itself. Why? Kiyocho Pratna Mazik. He says, eating, excluding Mazik. And Rashi says, three lines from the bottom of the page, or four lines, Pratna Mazik shemino. It doesn't annul any affliction, since he's already full. Rashi says that when you eat food and you're already full, you're damaging the food because the food is not doing anything. All you're doing is like, it's like burning food for nothing. It's not helping you at all. It's not giving you any nourishment. And you're also hurting yourself. Here we see that the Torah says eating too much, basically Rashi's telling you, eating too much is damaging to your body. This is uh, in case, in case you, we don't know that, he's telling you that, right? That the eating too much is damaging to the body. Let's say a non kohen uh, is uh, not allowed to eat truma. Let's say he chews uh, barley, truma barley, just like barley beans, right? He eats a, truma, a bar, plain, you know, plain raw barley. If he chews that, he pays, he has to pay for damaging the, uh, the truma, he has to pay the kama. He doesn't have to pay the other 25%. Why? Here all he's doing is damaging. He's not doing anything. He's just, he's just chewing the food. He's damaging the food and certainly not helping his body at all. Let's say a, 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 a non-Kohen swallowed shizifin. Shizifin Rashi says is like prunes or jujubes, they call them, right? like a, a small fruit, and he swallowed them. He can, then he spit them out for and somebody else ate them. Because you do eat that way. They swallow, small, swallowing small fruits is a normal way to eat them. So he has to pay the Ken Chomish. The second guy who ate them after he uh, after the first guy spit him out, so the first guy who ate them, he was Kona them. He has to pay the Karen B'chomish to the Kohen. Let's say he ate, ate the Shogeg, but now he acquires them. If you paid for him, you know, if you, if you paid for him, you own them. The second guy who ate them basically stole them from the first guy. 
So what does he have to pay for? Did he really steal food? Once the guy spit him out, it's not really a food, but it is worth its fuel. He is fuel. He could have used for. He could have used it for fuel and, and the stove. So that's what that's what he ate. If, if the, the fruits, let's say, worth two dollars a pound, and fuel is worth a dollar a pound, so he has to pay him. If he ate a pound of that stuff, he only has to pay him one dollar because that's all the damage that he inflicted. He didn't wasn't food anymore because the guy spit it out, but it was good for fuel. And the second guy who effectively stole it from him has to pay for that food. All right, we'll pick it from here tomorrow. Shem Daf Pei Aleph. Have a good day, everybody.